Welcome back to It Was Murder, the number one heart-to-heart podcast in the world. I'm your diehard romantic, Eric Blood. Oh, whoa. Is it carnival? You guys act like I don't do this every time. (laughs) Not like that. Well, that one seemed extra, had some extra juice. Got some sauce on it. Yeah. He's running a carny booth. Yeah. Woo. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, Anyway, I'm your diehard romantic, (laughs) Eric Blood. It is a freak show. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm your devoted lover, Ellen Ito. And I'm a satisfied virgin, Joe Garber. And tonight, we are going to talk about Spencer and Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten. We're going off course. Guess which movie we recommend. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, no, we're going to talk about a very, a very serious episode of Part to Heart called Bahama Bound Hearts. Bahama Bound Hearts. <laughs> That they shot in San Diego. San I think. Diego, uh, <laughs> little little Bahama, little Bahama. Uh, Bahamito, <laughs> Los Angeles's um, little Bahama. <laughs> uh, and hey, I bet you're wondering what the fuck this episode was about. And so am I. I am dying to tell you in sixty seconds or less in a segment we call the Minute Max. Are you up first? Yay. I am up first. Oh, thank God. Ooh, which is terrifying. Um, <laughs> yeah, good luck. <laughs> Oh God! Okay, <laughs> this is not the one with ten rings. This is not the one with ten <laughs> rings. Okay, Bahama-bound hearts. Um, the hearts are going to the Bahamas, which looks like San Diego, but it's not. Trust me. And they're <laughs> going to see an old friend of theirs that started Jonathan on his business venture. I believe he gave him the money to start his empire. Anyway, <laughs> um, dude is being kept by uh. Victoria from uh, With This Gun Ivy Wed, or Nikki from With This Gun Ivy Ivy Wed. And uh, she is drugging him. She has had someone plastic surgerized to look just like him. (laughs) And I still don't know why. I mean, she's just kind of trying to puppet master his empire. Um, So she's doing that. But the hearts figure it out because the fucking hearts are there. And then they get caught and sent to ride horses to death. But... (laughs) Max shows up and saves the day by bringing Bubba Smith onto the beach and he yes. beats the living shit out of this dude that's holding the hostage. And then Jonathan rides a horse and punches a guy. Amazing. That's about it. Yeah. There's, I mean, really, we can just move on there. No one's going to do better than that. Yeah. That was all done. Really all great. done. That was a great Yeah. One. It's like you're reading directly from the screenplay. <laughs> Sorry. The teleplay. <laughs> Right, Jojo. Oh, Joe. oh, oh shit. Joe. Why bother? Why do I? Why can I never remember the order of these things? I, I, <laughs> I mean, it's three people, sure. so it's I was very 100% difficult. Percent that Ellen was up next. <laughs> All right, Bahama bound hearts. The hearts go to the Bahamas for some reason. <laughs> Nobody knows why. <laughs> and there's a the one of the richest men in the world is there named Laureen. <laughs> and he's being kept by this woman who dresses like she writes romance novels. And she asks him to sign something that is not what, sh- what it was. It seems like a will or something to leave her money, probably, I'm guessing. <laughs> uh, the hearts know a journalist. And he gets pushed. After taking a photo of the guy, he gets pushed off a roof and dies. And. <laughs> They didn't show the bath, but they definitely took a bath after they saw him <laughs> splatter across the pavement. Uh, and then the they try to. There's like a whole cadre of villains in this in this the Bahama hotel where they're staying, and they try to capture the hearts, and they're gonna kill them because they're getting too close to what's actually happening 
which I still don't know. And so they try to get away, but they get captured, they get tied up, and then the Max comes and saves them, and then they get away, and they're riding horses, and that's the end. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, Ellen, can you help us? (laughs) Um, Fill in the gaps. I mean, I'm going to do a minute max. That's all we ask. Yeah. It's literally all we ask. (laughs) That's... Because that's all that's maybe going to happen right now. All right. Bahama bound hearts. Bahama bound hearts. Okay. That's hard to say. So the hearts get invited to a wealthy recluse, old business acquaintance slash friend of theirs. He's opening a resort in the Bahamas and the hearts are going to a VIP um, weekend thing. So they play gin on the airplane and it's super awesome. And then they get to the Bahamas, which looks amazingly like Hotel Del Coronado. So Bahamas looks great. There's some weird hotel manager guy that I thought would be important. He's not important. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a reporter that wears the same kind of hat. Like it's kind of like a Leon Redbone Eldo Chala vibes. (laughs) He is dangling a very obvious microphone to record this recluse man's assistant and her boyfriend slash doctor asking this old man, what do you like? Pain or euphoria? Well, duh, everybody likes euphoria. So (laughs) she's trying to get him to sign stuff all the time when he's super wasted. They have another guy that looks exactly like him. And Bubba Smith is there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So. Oh, wait. <laughs> oh, no. We're just left with those Minute Maxes. Yeah. Those are Minute Maxes. Our Sorry. All right. But, but that's cool. I, I mean, we covered well, it. Let's, let's, see, let's see if we can d- dive into this. <laughs> well, I would like to say one thing that, that is overarching with this episode for me, just to put it out there and circle back. Um. And it's something for this whole season, but in this episode, it, it struck me in particular. And that is that Stephanie Powers and Robert Wagner look incredible. They really yeah. do. They look incredible. Yes. Um, I mean, they're always amazing looking, but in this episode in particular, they're just so stunning. Mm-hmm. There's something uh-huh. about this episode. Um, and I don't, I can't, I can I can point to a couple of details elements of it that make it special to me. Mm-hmm. But there's something about this episode that's kind of mm. I don't know what it is. Like I can't even put my my I can't put the words together, but one the camera work is like they're trying some shit. Like there's a lot of tracking shots, like moving yeah. camera mm-hmm. tracking shots, mm-hmm. which is totally weird for a television show. Mm-hmm. Um the that first time we see Loring, what's his name? He's mm-hmm. we're introduced to him by just watching his hand uh, air conduct yeah. classical yeah. music over a beach scene. It and looks I'm like, like he's opening, what are we doing? He's trying to open a jar. <laughs> he's just going back and forth with his hands. But it's yeah, like, I I don't think he's a professional conductor based on. Um, I don't think so either. <laughs> but but I was like, like, wow, well, he must really like it. But then we figure out, oh, he's just stoned on Demerol. He's super high, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lucky, lucky him. Just but yeah. Flapping but his little hand back. There was and forth. Just a lot of there's a lot of stuff being tried in this episode that felt like they yeah. were trying to be cinematic. They were trying to be right. a movie. Yeah. They were trying. That's the thing with this episode, is it does have that movie vibe. Yeah. Even just like TV movie vibe. Mm-hmm. I totally felt that with this episode too. That that like to me that was what was different. Is it just felt more expansive somehow? 
Um, but even down to the styling, like I felt like everyone looked pretty great in this. Like, like the, the hearts in particular were just perfect. But oh, yeah. Max looked great. Max was like, oh, his outfit. Uh, also, Aldo, Aldo Benaducci. Uh, yeah, like his outfit was banging. It was amazing. His Aldo Benaducci pink jacket, pink ja- peach jacket, white pants or cream white pants. pants. And a black shirt was it? Like he looked great. We're he just looked jumping great. Into His hair was order. also long, and like he, he it was like styled. They, like everyone was just yeah. doing their thing. Mm-hmm. And then Bubba Smith. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm. I mean, Bubba Smith. I like some of Victoria. Victoria, right? Yeah. Her outfits. Yes. Like she shows up dressed like a romance novel from Hearts of Desire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she the pink is. Suit. It's over the top. Her makeup is just insane. But then as the episode oh, goes on, it. she gets she gets more sophisticated and oh, fuck gorgeous. Yeah. Like that gold and black. black and gold. Yes, with the neck and her hair is mm-hmm. all done up. Um, she looks amazing. <laughs> and then later on the episode, oh she's wearing like a riding jacket, right? Like an mm-hmm. English riding outfit. And uh-huh. then she has a giant gold safety pin as like a bow tie, yep. which I thought was so cool. Totally hot. Really good. Yes. I love that in order to dress the hearts up in riding clothes and have them be murdered on their horse that she dresses for the occasion <laughs> uh, yeah. also in riding gear yeah. and carrying a crop. Yeah. That actress is so stunningly beautiful. Yeah. Um Christine Bedford. Yeah. I mean Belford. we loved her, loved her in um with, with this, this gun I be wed. Mm. Also stunning. Still stunning. The her eyeshadow uh <laughs> looks in this episode were mind blowing to me. Those <laughs> those cheekbones, I mean that's it's a work of art. Yes. Yeah. So, so there's a scene where the hearts go to dinner at this hotel and they're both looking gorgeous. Jennifer's wearing this red dress, spaghetti straps, and Jonathan's tuxedo. And then this woman just kind of ambles up to their table and stands like six inches from the edge of their table <laughs> yes. and just stands there. In a prom dress. Yeah, in a <laughs> huge, poofy, blue palm dress. Just looking like awkward as hell. I don't know what that... I had zero understanding of who that person was. She was the wife of Lauren. Ex-wife. She was an ex-wife. Okay. The reclusive millionaire. Right. Yeah. And, and she's a former actress or maybe she's a current actress. Okay. But she's she's a actress. That scene, it some of this episode felt like fever dream, especially <laughs> with the cinematic camera. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was just like, what the fuck is going on? It yeah. felt very like David Lynch, just weird. I didn't. I totally. I agree. I don't I, understand <laughs> what was happening. She just ambles up to their table and just stands there, staring into space. It was <laughs> really bizarre. And she's then, looking for her friend. Yeah. Right. It's something where I can't like. Who in their right mind would not sit down with the hearts? Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. So the hearts introduce themselves and say they're big fans. Will you join us? And she's like, no, I'm looking for my friends. I have to go. There's my friend. And then, and then rushes off her. If this is this, this actress's actual accent or something, then I'm sorry, everyone. But what was (laughs) happening with that? Do you know what I'm talking about? It was sort of like, I don't even know how to describe it. It was like, if, (laughs) <laughs> that was voiceover work for an animated cartoon. It would kind of, I feel like it would be like kind of a faded early Looney Tunes yes. vibe, but maybe I'm picturing like 
I don't know. You know, like when cartoon <laughs> characters uh, put something that's pumping air into their mouth and they blow up like a balloon and then they go <laughs> like, and like deflate. But it's kind of like that character right before the thing gets stuck in their mouth. Like that character has the little white gloves and maybe like a little hat and is walking along all like neat, 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 neat. <laughs> yes. and like, I don't know, eating somebody else's candy. And then somehow <laughs> I just there's that voice. Yes. That voice. And in some ways, I'm like, maybe this person's whole thing is that that voice comes out of that face. I guess. I don't know. And I think the dress was just sort of like, wow. I mean, it's gorgeous, um, mm -hmm. like aqua blue, but it has that crazy, the crazy pleated coffee filter thing, except mm -hmm. it looked sort of like it. <laughs> I know that it was designed like this, but it's like a big multi-layered collar thing, right? But then it looks like she was pulled backwards, like through a hole. And so, yeah. so two of them are kind of fucked up, but it's the two that are cl closest to her head. So uh, for yeah. me, like I was really it was hard for me to process both that face making those sounds yeah. and then the, then the collar, but it also just makes the gorgeous quality yes. uh, and friendliness of the hearts, the graciousness. It magnifies that yeah. times billion yes, yes. because they seem like totally normal, spectacular looking, amazingly dressed humans at the VIP event and then you keep cutting back to like yeah. that thing happening <laughs> i just yeah that that little moment and i'm not really sure what weird. it accomplished i know what was the point and it it's was so funny because they're just trying to deal with her <laughs> ambling up to their table she she fully just like walks up to the table and just stands there. Yeah, that was space, really fucking weird. Stares into space. <laughs> I mean, it seemed more like a color story than anything else, just to show yeah. like Jennifer's yeah. wearing a beautiful red dress. Yeah, beautiful red. And this woman blue. is wearing a, an aqua prom dress, it's black tie, <laughs> and being yeah, sucked was... through a vortex. <laughs> <laughs> but then the minute she leaves, like normalcy. <laughs> returns yes. and they're like oh she looks great it's great mm -hmm. like they continue to just be normal yeah <laughs> jennifer hart super gracious they just met like this film actress <laughs> that they admire but yeah that was uh i would have to pencil that in as unique interlude <laughs> uh-huh <laughs> for sure why did yeah. they even add this character in there was another episode i think it's i think it's just a howard hughes riff right plausible deniability of of the the double like to say like the she uh, saw she saw her ex-husband oh that's right and right. she was like yep nope it's normal Either. he's a fucking weirdo yeah. and that's it so so the hearts are it's it's to make sure that the hearts are still for us believing, uh, believing that he's fine and everything is going <laughs> okay. uh, going according to plan yes. i feel like there's a a lot of ways you could do that, and this is the so many. One. It was definitely the weirdest one, but I I appreciate it so much because that was genuinely bizarre. Yeah, <laughs> just like what the fuck is going on? Uh, I'm glad this is where we're starting to talk about this episode too. I want to talk about uh, <laughs> I want to talk about uh, Scotty, the the journalist. That so as as Ellen referred to him. <laughs> yeah. I does, love that. Does he, he seem like the kind of guy that Jennifer would be like buddies with? Uh, I don't know. He seems sort of like, like uh, the scrappy, like yeah, 
newspaper room trope or whatever. I, see, maybe it's just from where we live now, but I just really got him as like tabloidy. Oh, for sure. Gossip, oh yeah, gossip rag. So, and Jennifer, I I just assumed that Jennifer would be like, oh, I don't like what he does, but she was really like, no, that's my buddy. Yeah, they liked each other. Yeah, yeah. which I also I like that. that just that just elevated Jennifer for me again. It's like, oh, she likes this little weirdo. But for me, <laughs> there there's something that's that's left dangling there, plot wise, with that character. Um, and if I just miss the part where it circles back to this, when they're in the hotel room and Jennifer is typing. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what's she doing? Is she, did they find Scotty's Type story? Writer. Like what's <laughs> like, because Jennifer's not there for a story as no. I understand it. They're like, they're just, there kicking it VIP mm-hmm. style. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she's just like hanging out typing. Uh, yeah. Well, no, she's writing it up. Like she's, she... she is now like, Oh no, there's a story here. This is the second time she's kind of done this this so season. So she's jumped in for him. That's yeah. what I thought she was doing, but yeah. I just don't remember them saying that, saying as much. Yeah, I don't think they did. I don't think they expressly said no. it, but I think that, okay. I think we've been given enough but contextual clues yeah. to know that It was that supposed that's to be like the hearts are getting in on this scoop yeah. of a story that's happening at this place. There's like they're they're getting closer yeah. to the thing that's happening. So Jennifer's but getting they into didn't some they shit. didn't say and she was just frantically right. typing at a typewriter while Jonathan was on the phone with somebody in that one scene. I mean, yeah. I, I guess it's effective because we made that assumption, but I thought it was unusual that then it's never touched upon again. Yeah. I yeah. I was a little bummed that we didn't get like the hearts coming out of the bath in the scene after they see his brains splatter across <laughs> the sidewalk. Like that's very out of character for the hearts. I have to say that I loved <laughs> I loved his death scene <laughs> yeah. so much because it was like He's trying to talk his way out of it. Like he doesn't mm-hmm. feel like he's in any actual danger. Mm-hmm. And the guy <laughs> Fox just he, flings that by the ankles. He grabs him by the ankles oh, he and does? tosses yeah. him upward over the <laughs> fucking yeah. roof. Yeah. That's it's intense. Amazing. Yeah. And then it's we get to really see intense. we get to see a body fall all the way down, which uh, I always appreciate the stunt work. I'm so, uh, whoever that mm-hmm. stuntman is, good job. And it's only like mm-hmm. four stories, but still, like, that's enough to to kill you. <laughs> yeah, but I always just think of the lobster. Have you, you've oh, both seen the lobster, right? <laughs> when that lady tries to kill herself and she's just like screaming, and it's so terrifying and weird. I always think of uh, the tenant. Um, oh sorry, man! Trigger, trigger warning: <laughs> oh, uh, When Roman Polanski oh, no. jumps out a window and then uh, just breaks his leg and then climbs back up to do it again. <laughs> oh god! Yeah, it's really horrifying. Yeah, that is well, so fucking gross. Yeah, I feel like Eric, you and I love the stunts, especially when someone is dying or might die. <laughs> yes, um, well, falling in particular is always. But a yeah, because the falling and screaming, mm. as you know, is is one of my. <laughs> Anyways, um, but I was curious about the men of Hench in this episode, and one of the men of Hench is actually a super accomplished stuntman. Oh. Yes, uh, uh, Willie, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom Morga, who was at one point Jason Voorhees. Oh wow! And Michael Myers. Uh, Whoa, my man! Halloween Four. When you I- are a legend. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, you're two of them. <laughs> and. He's 
a stuntman for the movie The Stuntman, which is one of my favorites. Oh, cool. I love that movie. Yeah. Mm. So interesting. Basically, the hotel was full of men of hench by the end. They did that whole, so there's a whole sequence of the hearts. Oh my God, there's so many. Very bizarre, another bizarre fever dream sequence of them sort of trying to capture the hearts in the public hotel areas. The hearts are kind of frantically running around seeking refuge and trying to get away the, the bicycle they get a tandem bicycle yeah. and this 80s good time comedy music starts oh playing yeah and they just like go for fat five seconds around this bicycle hit the sand and then fall off the bicycle and then they, they're captured yeah very weird scene everyone's against them in the hotel there's like 20 people that are trying to capture them in that scene that scene was actually genuinely fever dreamy to me yeah. because I have those dreams where it's like, I am in danger. Yeah. I see a way out. And then the way out just keeps <laughs> shifting to things mm-hmm. that are no longer a way out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cause they get the Senator, that so awesome weird. character actor, uh, fuck bill something. Hold on. Um, the guy that plays the kooky Southern Senator, Senator Eldridge, Bill Wiley. Hmm. Yeah. That guy's awesome. He's great. Um, but yeah, they get him and we think, okay, they're in this, they're in the clear. And then he's like, Oh, I forgot my money belt. I got it. Cause I want to hit the casino. Later. I don't know. The casino later. Yeah. Huh. And, and that's the perfect thing. I mean, that's, that is a really kind of, that's a scary moment. I yeah. mean, heart to heart can hit you like that. That's, that's pretty scary. And then Mr. Tween, the hotel manager, yeah. Weird name. Just doesn't believe them at all. Which or is, which is another. It. That's another. He's. I don't think he's in on he it. He wasn't in on it. I don't believe that no. he was in on it. Okay. He's just like he doesn't believe them at all. And that's my other actual Classic. like dream yeah. fear is like yeah. I am telling you the truth and you just don't when, believe me. Yeah. Yep. Classic thing, right? It's like, but, but, but when, when Jennifer, Jennifer <laughs> just starts laughing, <laughs> oh, perfect. That was great. perfection. Yeah. <laughs> that. That whole yeah, that's intense. Um, I, I'm glad you brought up the senator, the good senator, mm-hmm. uh, the gentleman farmer, Thomas Jefferson reference. Um, that that he mentions that Jennifer was going to testify on behalf of a uh, wild stallion situation, so they just slipped in uh, Stephanie Powers, Jennifer Hart, hmm. animal rights thing there. Nice, right hmm. at the very beginning. Hmm. Yeah. That's nice. Do I you. like that. Yeah. I'm on board. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, what do we think of Victoria as far as villainry goes? Mm. I have some um, complicated feelings about her. I, of course, I want to just love her because she's so beautiful. Because mm. <laughs> I'm weak like that. I'm shallow. <laughs> and simultaneously, I'm as shallow as I am weak. Um, <laughs> but I feel like she is successful in this incredibly bizarre uh, to Loring Nichols's thing. Mm-hmm. And she says great things like, you know, I can't, it's harder for me to manipulate an empire without an emperor. Yeah. Like she, even though she's clearly getting it on with Dr. Barber, <laughs> um, she's when they walk out, she's like, Oh, you're going to just, are you going to fall apart now or whatever? Are you going to go to pieces or something? Like she's just got a lot going on. There's many different, slightly different yet still evil faces to Victoria. But I don't know when she's, she's like, how do you get up on the roof? Like stuff like that. There's just, I, I don't know. Hmm. It's complicated, right? 
There's it's just a, no other. There's no Karen. There's what, no it, what was, yeah. What was she after the whole time? Do we know? What was her motivation? Just money. She, money. She's just, it's always money. You know, they're drugging him, right? Mm-hmm. And basically just getting him to sign away his fortune. But why not just have him sign the fortune away and then leave him? I may be conflating, but didn't Loring too, when he meets with Jonathan on the boat, um, say they want me to have a board to tell me how to run my business was that part of it like was (laughs) were they trying to like establish a board that would just like somehow give her whatever she wanted i like yeah i'm confused as to i get the motivation of like i want to control a massive empire but i don't understand how she was planning to do that yeah it seems like a really long game for victoria doesn't Mm -hmm. it yeah um, it's one of those things where somebody's been the the reliable and amazing assistant for however many years, and then all of a sudden they're like, "I'm fucking sick of this," or "Haha, I've just been lying in wait this entire time. Now I'm doing this thing with my boring partner that I also sleep with." Oh. I feel like initially it's like, "Are they having him sign a will?" That's what I thought I too. Thought that's where it was going, mm-hmm. and. Right. And then the reporter says the thing about bearing witness. Right. And so you would have a witness for signing like a an original will or like if you're changing your will. But no, I just got the feeling like she's just slowly, deliberately like taking over all of his businesses. Hmm. Hmm. So it just it just it just seems like when she's like, I, I. you know, do you want pain or euphoria? Hmm. Which is one of the creepiest lines. It's I got to really give good. it to Victoria on that one. Really it's like, good. Ooh, that's so dark. At the um, be- at the beginning, though, that's one of the things I was like, I like her. Like she's she's mm-hmm. really like playing this well. I think she's mm-hmm. a cool villain. Like I don't know. I just she's like she remains likable. She's she's maintaining a facade of likability almost through the entire thing mm-hmm. that only mm-hmm. breaks when she has the hearts in, in, you know, tied up in the hotel room and she's like, yeah, no, I'm gonna kill your asses. Like, <laughs> and even then it's funny. Like she's, she's kind of charming. <laughs> yeah. Like I brought you cute clothes that were, that were appropriate for the situation. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you gotta give that to her, even though, uh, what's his face throws Scotty off the roof. She kind of, she kind of, uh, recalibrates like gets it gets it together and and it's like well <laughs> they're gonna get murdered um by horseback riding yeah, yeah what the cliffs by the ocean which i was like that's that was real smart like she just threw that in there like you guys haven't even seen the cliffs by the ocean yeah. it's like yeah well, they're gonna get thrown off a horse there well if she knew what we knew she would know that jennifer edwards is a uh prize-winning equestrian Mm -hmm. so um there's gonna be someone asking questions correct (laughs) but anyways yeah that's neither here nor there but (laughs) you know i I don't know i yeah the her as a villain is convoluted as hell for me i i don't feel like she's a standout one i don't think i'll she'll be super memorable for me because there was just so much happening like they had the doctor character mm-hmm. and then a bunch mm-hmm. of men of hench i was just mm-hmm. like very confused about the whole plot and there's a lot of people involved in this yeah like so many people it's a whole empire of just like little people involved in this yeah plot. it's like it 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 required further explanation to me yeah because <laughs> it's like 
You have literally in that in that uh, hotel lobby scene, there are eight men of hench. Yeah, surrounding the hearts, mm-hmm. and that's a lot of people. Like one, how are you controlling all these people, mm-hmm. Victoria? Because it, it's not Demerol, and how <laughs> like yeah. what do you, what is your end game? Because you yeah you can't. Just, I, I mean, I guess you can. I guess it's kind of Shakespearean. It's like, no, we're just going to cut the head off the snake and, you know, <laughs> wear it or whatever. Like, mm, I guess yeah. that's the thing. I kept also, throughout the episode, I kept thinking, why is this set in the Bahamas? There is, like, <laughs> no reason for that. Because they, they didn't want to say San Diego. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't have to fly to San just Diego. Just as easily been San Diego. I didn't, I was like, what? Why is this a Bahamas centered episode? It's it's just further like we're super rich. Like it wouldn't be as rich for us to just drive to San, to San Diego. Diego. <laughs> yeah, take the train. <laughs> yeah, mm. I guess I don't know. It felt really like they weren't using it to the to the to the max that they could have used. Like the Hawaiian jungles were used in the or in our Hawaiian episodes are like scuba diving or whatever yeah they were not sure. using it at all it was yeah but they like all interiors they did use the shit out of that hotel like the interiors yeah. this episode were great like yeah. that yeah. The yellow walls that i was just like lemon yellow so room. good <laughs> lemon yellow damask Ugh. it was and then victoria in her hot pink outfit in front of it was yes. so great and weird and the men in the blue suits it was like yeah perfect color like story secret service type dudes that was really wild and interesting for sure. But I was like, why is this in Bahamas? Then there's, so after the guy beats the dude up that is captured the hearts, Max comes and sort of saves them. There, Then the people are, they have the horses. There's two horses that they were going to murder the hearts on. Victoria <laughs> and the doctor go running, sprinting down this cliffside hill yes. to get to these horses for some reason to get on the horses to escape to escape i guess but then jonathan doesn't she doesn't get on one and he goes chasing the whole sequence is so weirdly edited <laughs> there are these close up <laughs> shots of jennifer's face and her eyes just looking around darting around close up shots of other people close up shot of the doctor close up shot of victoria it's f- mm-hmm. so fucking weird and then there's wigs akimbo and they go <laughs> running yeah. off like Jonathan tackles the guy off his horse, which is really cool. Yeah, it's just like a car. Yeah, he jumps <laughs> yes, on it, jumps on it, and Jennifer gets and the, then we, the we love the ATV. Yeah, yeah we uh, love Jennifer the ATV on the on beach. An ATV Jennifer on the ATV, oh, priceless. Yeah. Love it, <laughs> priceless. Yeah, always great. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like we have to talk about. <laughs> Do you remember? <laughs> now I'm like, what episode? What's the name of the episode? Oh, it's um. With Freeway's girlfriend, which way freeway? Yes. Do you remember that? Um, think of how our villains from season one to now have really upped their game in terms of imposters. <laughs> <laughs> because think of the old man, the that's wheelchair the guy, <laughs> in which way freeway? Oh yeah. <laughs> Come like uh, frustrated, possibly failed thespian. Yeah. uh, In which way freeway? Yeah. In the wheelchair. Uh, And now, where it's like, wow. Well, whoever is like luring Nichols, it's like, where'd you get your work done? Mm -hmm. I mean, 
That is uncanny. It's, he it. got it from wherever the marvelous Marcus got his brother's work done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's magic. Yeah. The direct copy of Jonathan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the genetic identity of Jonathan Hart. <laughs> Uh, Anyways, I just had to. Yeah, I was like, wow, they okay. stepped it up. That is a series-wide trope that mm-hmm. they're just going with every <laughs> couple episodes. I hope the, there's at least one more. But the Jennifer Love one, it. the Jennifer, I like genetic identical twin was just random. Oh was yeah, a lady no, it was that totally <laughs> was not even plastic surgery. Well, like, she's just out there. Right, Everybody has a doppelganger, right? Isn't yeah. that what they say? Yeah, I guess. And. <laughs> yeah, they did. They stepped it up. Well, speaking of Jonathan jumping on to moving things, mm-hmm. we have to talk about the elevator stunt. That's oh. the only. That's the only note I actually did write down, which is an elevator counts as a moving vehicle. Yeah, <laughs> and Jonathan jumped onto an elevator. <laughs> they were elevator. jumps. Okay, so they were in love the, with this elevator. Yeah, so they're in. It's like the open shaft elevator. The elevator, obviously, Hotel Del Coronado, so it's old with the sliding gate mm-hmm. and so the hearts are conspiring to get jonathan up to the top where they know laurie nick Lauren nichols they're not sure exactly what's going on but they know from mr tween and scotty that laurie nichols lives in his own wing on the very top floor mm-hmm. so the hearts have to get up there it's clear from the elevator that it's locked it's private it's clear that you can't get up there so jonathan has Jennifer get in the elevator and he's like, all right, hit that. And he jumps onto the roof of the elevator mm-hmm. and Oh man, that freaked me out. I got a little, yeah. I got, it's real, I got real nervous. Yeah. It's so good. And he is wearing the most impeccable tuxedo. Yeah. It is just the ultimate like twist on. I mean, Jonathan is full on Cary Grant to catch a thief. Mm-hmm. In this episode, and it's spectacular. But so Jennifer in her amazing red gown gets in the elevator. Jonathan jumps in his tuxedo onto the moving top of the thing. <laughs> to the astonishment like, of two random hotel guests. Yeah, they're just <laughs> yeah. staring at him the whole time. Yeah, he as makes if they're the not going to say like joke. some dude just fucking just <laughs> jumped, jumped on, on the, the elevator, elevator. <laughs> on that very flimsy, fancy chain. Yeah, this old. <laughs> I know that was just coming off the wall. Yeah. It gets to the top. Oh my gosh, that's so, it's so scary though. And it's like gonna crush him because it's just the, but there's a trap door. The yeah, the roof. But then he opens the trap door, and then there's a lot of he just hangs out there while the elevator goes down for extra danger, I guess. Yeah, but it was just it's a little like, more suspense. Why don't you just jump in there? Like, there's nothing stopping you from just going up through there. This was a Jonathan upper body strength episode. Yeah, like it was later, a lot, absolutely. <laughs> a lot of hang, that same thought. Hanging off of things, pulling himself yeah. up off oh, of things. Yeah. He's hanging off a balcony later on and there's a henchman right above him and it's just the longest scene of yeah. him hanging on this balcony while the henchman looks directly at him but doesn't see him somehow. Yeah. It's just like <laughs> what, what is this? What is happening? Uh, and there's a there's a little balcony just Two inches from the bottom of his feet. Oh yeah, no, he's scene. yeah. He could he, he could have just drop down, <laughs> drop down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It that made like me question my core strength to watch uh, <laughs> Jonathan. Yeah, swinging back and forth all mm. over the upper balconies of the Hotel de Coronado. Mm-hmm. That that was. I thought that was. There's a lot going on when Jonathan uh, 
first the elevator thing and it's like, oh God, oh shit. Then he swings into the the room and finds Lauren Nichols, right? Just wasted on Demerol, yeah. like all, all grizzled in the bed. And it's just, you got to give it to Jonathan. He really doesn't even bat an eye, right? I mean, he's he's seen it all he's before. Just, he's yeah. just on it. He's just on it with like Loring. And then is that the scene where he says, how are you? Mm-hmm. And Jonathan says, better than you. Yes. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> well, truth. Better than I know. you. Cold, but true. It's like giant bottle of Demerol. Yeah. So much. So much. Like, And he's getting shots. <laughs> Yeah, I thought it was crazy that they called it out specifically as Demerol because they didn't really need to do that mm-hmm. at all. I love when uh, Victoria later slaps Laureen and it makes the sound of just someone setting a, a slice of deli ham onto a counter. Like That's the <laughs> amount of force that that sound effect had. But it, it was like, Psh. and then <laughs> oh, he's, yeah. his lip she is bleeding. Lip. Yeah, <laughs> she split his lip open. Like, whoa. <laughs> That was crazy. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like maybe like Victoria, just the things that we're bringing up about Victoria. Mm-hmm. I mean, villainous. I don't know why this the sum is not more than the parts though. The parts are kind of awesome. <laughs> yeah, like I feel like she was. I feel like she was more badass than than she was. Like it's yeah. It is this the sum mm-hmm. is not equal. We got a weird hint parts. that I didn't really fully understand when. So, so the fake Lauren is waiting to talk to Max, who's mm-hmm. pretending to be somebody else. And she. Aldo Beneducci. Aldo Beneducci. <laughs> and she says, just, he's just some bum. Lorene was always picking up bums. And I was like, what the mm-hmm. fuck does that mean? <laughs> like, what? What it's is a, this weird? It's a Howard Hughes reference, and it goes along with when Jonathan says, we're going to pull a Melvin and Howard. Yes. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So huh. I, right I kind of loved that. But you know that story, right? Yeah. No. Oh. Oh. Okay. So it's a, a real man named Melvin who claimed to have met Howard Hughes mm-hmm. in the desert, like broken, like, cracked up on his motorcycle and so he um helps him helps him out drops him off at a hotel and whatever that's the end of that and then after howard hughes passed away there's this whole weird thing where they find in the mormon tabernacle in this happened in utah in in utah they find a copy of a will Mm -hmm. that is supposedly written by howard hughes (laughs) and he leaves Melvin, the equivalent of like $150 million or something, supposedly, in this will. But the will is kind of crazy. <laughs> the will um, divides the estate into 16ths. Oh. And this is something that I always remember about the actual will itself, because this part I was like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> so Melvin gets a 16th. There's a lot of, it goes like to a bunch of people who are actually people that were in Howard Hughes's life. Mm-hmm. And then there's one sixteenth that's supposed to be scholarship money for everyone in America. <laughs> that's one of the one sixteenths in, in the will. And uh-huh. so it turns into this whole thing. Like there were a bunch of court cases. And of course, they're like, there's so many. Like this is clearly a forgery. Like mm-hmm. it's a forgery. Mm-hmm. But weirdly, not, I don't know, an FBI agent revisited the case and he's like, um, 
there might be like he he figured out that they actually they he found witnesses um from Howard Hughes's life that actually backed up oh. the fact that Melvin had met Howard Hughes. Oh, wow. Yeah, which doesn't have anything to do with the will directly, but that that incident likely happened. Huh. So that's what she's riffing on when she says he was always picking up bums. Yeah. I think it was just it was just like this thing about huh. how he's he's out there <laughs> doing doing crazy shit yeah. a la Howard Hughes. But Melvin Howard is also a great movie. I was going to say, there's uh, a really good movie directed by Jonathan Demme. Yeah. Uh, okay. Wow. Yeah. Um, wow. That's amazing that that whole, had a whole backstory that I didn't even know about. Yeah. It's really funny. And I'm probably, I might be telling it way, way, way off and wrong, but the movie I could talk about um, <laughs> with knowing what I'm talking about um, fully Jonathan Demme mm. and Mary Steen Virgin won an Oscar that year for her performance as Melvin's wife. Oh, and wow. it's an incredible performance. Huh. I just remember being super hot for the guy that played Melvin. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. That guy with, yeah, the darker. Yeah. So And that movie's like 1979 or 80. I think it's 70. Well, wait. I'm assuming that money just went Where did that money go then? They never proved that it was for He never got any money. Oh, but like the American, like universal basic income, basically that he was trying to give out to everyone <laughs> yeah. that where'd that money go? Do we know? No, it, it wasn't. The will was a forgery. So, uh, so it, it was just, never honored. I see. Okay. Um. Well, d- because we were talking about Melvin and Howard and, and I was so hot for the guy that played Melvin. It's time. Oh, for <laughs> pick <laughs> your pick. Psych, I don't have one. There was no there was no one in this episode that I was remotely attracted to. Really? Really? <laughs> like, really? Really? I was looking. I was like going hard and it was just like no. Oh. Interesting because mine is the journalist. Yay, Scotty. Uh, Scotty. He, I was like I'll oh, oh yeah. Scott, Redbone? He's got something. And then once my mind chose him, I was like, oh yeah, damn. He's so cute. He's really adorable. <laughs> He's like Mario. He is like, it's a him. Yeah, it's a him. It's a Mario. <laughs> he just fell off that building into a pipe. When King Koopa threw him off the roof. Yeah, King Koopa. Yes. <laughs> it's a him. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh, I can't even hear it. I can't hear it. Ellen, you got one? Oh my god. Uh, so Victoria. I <laughs> yeah, I mean I was that was my first impulse was like Victoria, but the ATV. The <laughs> It's that that aqua dress, <laughs> the time warp. Aqua she was dress. <laughs> she came through a Mario t- pipe. <laughs> That's how she got to the restaurant. <laughs> came backwards through the yeah, Mario. Bring bring. Yeah, no, nobody. Um, if I was to resort to my objectphilia, I would say 
probably Jennifer's red dress. Mm, yeah. It was a good it's one. really good. Pretty stunning. I like that golden yeah. black dress, though. That, that golden Victoria black wore. dress. She just rocked that shit. Like, she looked that. amazing. Yeah. yeah that, that's really... Her makeup, though, is so insane. It is an intense 80s makeup. Like, I like red it. lip, extreme contour, and then ice blue eyeshadow. Like, fucking yeah. And her nuts. hair is, like, hairsprayed to a crisp. Oh, yeah. It is up. Uh, it's amazing. Girl. Yeah, she looks that great. She took hours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So many looks served mm-hmm. this episode. I also love how the... What's his name? Scotty, the journalist. Mm-hmm. He pronounced Pulitzer Pulitzer, which I like a lot. I think in the eighties, Pulitzer Pulitzer was like a common pronunciation of that in the eighties. I feel like yeah, but he says Poo. Pulitzer Prize. Yeah, Pulitzer. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a mustache too. Yeah, I know. It's it, as soon as you see a mustache. What about Champ? Joe, Joe's done. Champ was super cute too. He was Bubba my number Smith? two. <laughs> Yeah, Bubba Smith. I I can't go there. Really, Bubba. <laughs> I love him. Pretty slamming. <laughs> I love him, and I I do think he's adorable. But it's it is the least sexual. Mm. <laughs> it's just like, oh, hmm. you look like my uncle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but what I like is that Bubba Smith um, is at this VIP thing in the Bahamas, and he's just dressed real casual. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. The champ. That, he didn't even have a yeah. name. Like green looks great on him. Oh yeah, he looked good. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he looked good. His jeans fit well. He beat the shit out of that guy. He beat the shit out of that guy. He's so clearly almost seven feet tall. Yeah. Yes. Which yeah. also, I was like, ooh, Max is tall. Like when he was standing with Max, he was yeah. only like about you know three quarters of a head taller than Max. Mm-hmm. That's pretty. That's significant, that's right? Because yeah. Bubba Smith is is gigantic. He picks that yeah. guy up. By his like he his belt, he picked him up and threw him. He threw him. That guy would be dead. He his back would be snapped. Oh, he too. Would, B- Bubba would have just punched him once, and the guy was just would have been out. Like there yeah. was no need for all that throwing. No, that was pretty great. But though. I'll take it. I oh, mean, yeah, like yeah. A, lot, a lot of people getting thrown in this episode, but also <laughs> just a lot of like <laughs> ser- serious pell mell beach slope action. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, when again, I know we already touched on it, but when Victoria and Dr. Barber come flying down that hill <laughs> yeah. at the beach, yeah. I was just like, Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, I, yeah. <laughs> Slow I down. freaked out by it. I mean, they jumped. It's like the, the last scene in Butch Cassie and the Sundance kid, the way they come flying down that cliff. I mean, <laughs> that was crazy. They were bounding. That was crazy. They were bounding. Yeah. They were bounding and you should not yeah. do that. That is dangerous. To get to those horses to run away. Joe, I thought you would talk about the freeze frame of Jonathan. On the hanging from the thing? Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know. It, it felt really weird. I was kind of just like, when is the scene going to end? <laughs> <laughs> That's how I felt about that hanging scene. I was like, this, is, this doesn't feel as exciting as I think they thought it did. Mm. Yeah. It was it was kind of funny though that freeze frame. <laughs> I just, shadow after face. after a freeze frame of freeway like attacking Jonathan. Yeah. there's really yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's really no going back. <laughs> they have to they have to pull something real spectacular out. That is the best it's one <laughs> for sure. So we did talk about we we talked briefly about how Jennifer laughs at Mister Tween when they're escaping all the men of Hinch. Yeah, 
I was anyone else just really hoping that Jennifer was going to just attack him? <laughs> because it seems yet like again, it. it's the same as that that uh, when they were leaving the restaurant, and then she's got the manuscript, and yes. she throws the papers, and there's the cop, and he wants to arrest her for littering. Right. And I was just like, right. kick him, kick him, kick the cop, yeah. like get get violent. I'm I'm waiting for the moment. It may never come. We're getting really close to the end. It may never come, but I just want Jennifer to get out of trouble by getting into more trouble. By attacking. Like that's someone. one of my favorite things. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's so smart, especially from her. It's so smart. And I that laugh that she does was so good. I just thought, oh, she's about to get in some shit. And, <laughs> and they kind of did. Like yeah. they, they pushed him out of the way. But they threw I, that guy at the henchman. <laughs> they did. <laughs> That was a great way to get out of there. I love they did that. You could see them doing the mental math too. It's like, yeah, we can throw a tween. Like he ain't going to fight back. Yeah. They threw that. They threw the concierge. Their mistake was getting Again, up with throwing people. Yeah. <laughs> they made two fatal mistakes. First one was getting on a tandem bike. Second yes. one was dr- riding the tandem bike into sand. <laughs> yeah. Just can't. You can't do that. If only there was a luggage cart somewhere nearby. Yeah. That would have saved the day. Our good friend luggage cart. (laughs) That could have been a more fun chase. I felt that just ended very abruptly. Yeah. It felt a little shoehorned in there. He was on a motor scooter and they were on a tandem bike. That could have been a fun if they were actually in the Bahamas, like beachside. I don't know. Are there cliffs in the Bahamas? There I, aren't really, are I, there? I, you know what? I've never been. I've never been either. <laughs> and I know nothing about the topography. My vibe of it is that there aren't like huge cliffs everywhere, though. But um, all I know about the Bahamas is that Duran Duran recorded Rio at Compass Point Studios in Nassau. Ooh, electric bar. Of course, that doesn't eclipse like the Rolling Stones and whoever else also recording there. But mm. that's the. That's the first time I ever thought about the Bahamas pretty much in my whole life mm. was when I read that off the back of that album. There are cliffs and they're like limestone, beautiful white sand. They're not like the San Diego beach that we got from this episode. <laughs> they're very different. Uh, San Diego always looks really pretty to me. They were like very daring about the not shooting in the Bahamas too because the first shot is of the villain on that patio is a huge landscape shot of what I thought was Malibu. Yeah, I guess was just San Diego Beach. Yeah, which I don't know. Maybe it looks like the Bahamas. I, mean, well, I don't think so, though. To be fair, like if you if the majority of your landscape is the ocean, then you can kind of get away with anything. Yes. See, it's funny because my perspective on that, I was all hopped up that they were shooting on location at Hotel Del Coronado. <laughs> I didn't. I don't care that they're not in the Bahamas. Really? <laughs> I, I don't expect them to be in the Bahamas. Yeah. I see. I like that they I, I were obviously that. on location, like that. Yeah. Like, even though that's it wasn't, what I was into. Yeah. It, it wasn't. It wasn't the Bahamas, but it was location, and that yeah. always reads like it always reads as location, even when they were in that when they were in the Mauna Kea or whatever, mm-hmm. like that. Oh yeah. That read as like we are on location. This mm-hmm. is not. This yeah. is not a back lot. And those aren't garbage locations. No, I mean, they're great. It's like, that's that's something. But yeah, I mean, I wasn't, again, though, I just revealed that I all I know about Bahamas is Compass Point Studio. So, <laughs> you know, I don't know. I guess yeah. I just wouldn't even know the Bahamas if, if it walked up and hit me in the face. So, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't either. Uh, that the shot of Jonathan talking to Lauren, we, we sort of talked about a little bit that was a major fail in my opinion like it was this long shot of them walking on the dock it just felt so 
uncinematic to me. It, it was, was like a long, the only thing cinematic about it was that it was a long shot. It was a long moving shot. It was shot, so like, a, like mm-hmm. amateur feeling home yeah. movie. It was really weird. Which, My favorite was there was a woman in a red outfit like on like on an upper deck of that ship uh-huh. just staring out into nothing. Uh-huh. And it was like, what? What are you doing? There? Yeah. Like, what's <laughs> what's going on? So Isn't they, this they a recluse's woman? It's a recluse's ship. Like, yeah. why is she there? <laughs> yeah. Why are you here? What are you doing? That felt like they're on location. That to me, it was like that was the moment I was like, they're on location. They they're not able to do this very well, so they're just like getting it done. It was just weird angles of them walking down the dock, and then they go up onto the ship, and there's a very strange angle of the shot is them on that ship, and it was like on that yacht or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, what, what is this? Like, it's just, it felt so strange. I agree that it wasn't necessarily successful, but I appreciate the attempt. Yeah. Like I, any attempt to, to breathe some kind of, cause I'm so used to static shots, mm-hmm. like static shots in television series. Mm-hmm. So anytime mm-hmm. there's like some movement or an attempt at a cinematic kind of, I kept thinking back shot, to Hawaii, cool with it. the shots of the parrot, that hoop thing yeah. at the hotel. <laughs> I was like, damn, those were some cinematic shots. What what was that episode called? Do we remember? Um, it was one of the Hawaiian episodes. Fuck, that's the- underwater the, boat one or the film reel. Wasn't that the, the vegetarian monk restaurant? Yes. Thing? Yeah. <laughs> I think it was. That was a very cinematic episode. All right. So, well, should we get to ratings? We should. Okay. So, zero to five hearts, I start, and I am going to probably unpopularly um, give this episode a four. Oh, my God, really? Yeah. Holy I, I the, the audience is not privy to our conversation before the podcast began, but we were talking about movies, mm-hmm. and we were talking about uh, whether we enjoy a tone poem or not, like a movie where it's just like... <laughs> This is just a tone and it's a mood and if you know nothing really happens and blah 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 and if you like that mood then you like the movie. Mm-hmm. I liked the mood of this episode and I also liked all of the the casting um and the looks like it just looked good the entire time the interiors the fashion everything was good. Uh it what the story was subpar. Mm. But honestly like it wasn't like I wasn't bored. I wasn't mad at any of it. It was just like, meh, it's, a, it's another episode. Hmm. But it's beautiful. And they were trying some things, and I appreciate the trying. I'm always going to reward the try. <laughs> um, so yeah, four. Hmm. That is that is really surprising. Hmm. Uh, one of my notes is this episode is a 1.5. Don't go higher. <laughs> like, don't be swayed, because that's how I felt watching it. That's how I feel that's how I felt after it finished and it's a 1.5. Okay. I was bored. It the plot was weird and I didn't like it and just I didn't understand, you know, what was happening. It was convoluted. There were so many people. It was weird. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. And I do like appreciate <laughs> that they tried some things with the even the shot of his hand. <laughs> When the guy's hand is doing that thing to the music, it's off center and off the off screen a lot. It's bizarre. It was like, what the fuck? And there, it's so long of just sitting on his hand doing this like floppy back and forth weird thing. I was just like, that 
that's how I feel about the episode yeah. <laughs> incarnate. Just yeah. that hand shot was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah. It's a 1.5. The lowest of the season, I think for me, Ellen, <laughs> I also give it a four. Wow. Um, I considered going higher, but I think I'm comfortable with the four. Um, because there are more things in this episode that I love um, than things that I don't like. And like the crazy, hand, like not conducting music, <laughs> uh, Demerol infused hand gestures. <laughs> I actually love that. I did too. So I love that. I feel like just Jonathan jumping on yet another moving thing, but it's this time an elevator and a horse mm. i'm in i'm in i'm in i'm in i love the to catch a thief uh vibes i think stephanie and rj looks they look just look so incredible to me this episode the fashion is really really on point consistently uh which i always appreciate i love the on location thing i can I even feel like they threw me a bone because the tandem bike waka waka music was not excessive. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, that, that really can send me running screaming. That so scene, that, I actually was like, oh, here's where Ellen is out. Yeah. yeah, here's where I'm done. Yeah. Right. I just, I like am flushing my laptop down the toilet. Um, yeah. And I, uh, I love that actress, Nikki Sethano, Seth Victoria, whatever her name is. Christine Belford. Um, Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's amazing. Um, yeah, I just I think it's a really solid episode. Mm. I think uh, uh, Eric, hearing you say that you just like it when they try, it's mm. like I think I think that they succeeded in giving this one overall like a cinematic feeling to it, and so I think that's great. Yeah, I don't think that they always succeeded. Like I do, like even that the hand conducting yeah shot. I was like, this isn't what they think they're doing. Yeah. But I know what they think they're doing (laughs) and I appreciate what they think they're doing. (laughs) Does that make sense? It's like when you hear, when you hear like someone make like something that they think is epic or whatever. And it's like, Oh, you're trying real hard, but you, you just didn't hit it. But I, I (laughs) love, that's why I read it lower. (laughs) I love the attempt so much. Like I, I appreciate people who kind of shoot for shoot for the big shit. Mm-hmm. so i thought that yeah. was cool mm-hmm. i mean i think i'm always i always go a little softer on a lot of the the things just because i'm the devoted lover yeah that's that's what i do um unless there's too much waka waka i don't like that yeah so yeah yeah and as I romantic kinda, I, 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 love I, it. I adore the attempts yeah right right you're ever the ever just the grand i like a grand gesture mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think it's like the middle of the rain, middle of the road, slow pacing for me. That's what this feels like is that I will never think about this episode again. It's like just a mediocre episode and brought lower by those things, those attempts <laughs> and, and fails, in my opinion. <laughs> well, uh, Joe the hater did not keep yeah. this from <laughs> from getting a nine point five, which <laughs> is. <laughs> <laughs> it's a heart murmur, but it's a heart high murmur, one. It's yeah. a, it's an, it's up there. I brought it's, it down to a heart murmur, down. and and 
You know what? I'm glad you did. Yeah. I'm glad you didn't sway. I like. Yeah, me too. I think we should always stick to our guns. It's we've never yep. been. We haven't been this divided in a while. On this is true. This, this this season in particular, we're usually like yeah neck and neck with our ratings. Yeah, yeah. But Ellen, what are we watching next week? <laughs> well, I'm so glad you asked. Next week, originally airing on March 1st, 1983, we'll be watching and talking about. As the heart turns. Oh. Mm-hmm. Jennifer wins a walk-on role on a soap opera, yes. which leads to a writing job that nearly gets her killed by the leading man. Oh, amazing. That I'm, sounds so fun. God damn it. This, it better be good. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds great. You can't fuck that up. <laughs> soap opera. Wow. We've only got six episodes left this season. Ooh. Dang. And then we're like, what does that what does that mean? Like season right around four. right around New Year, we're gonna do a recap. Ooh. Oh my gosh. Fun. Just another reason to celebrate. Yeah. yeah. Or and, or and cry bitterly um <laughs> and drink drink till you throw up. I'm so really another reason for a third cup of coffee. But I mean, I'm excited for the movies, but I have to say, like the closer we get to the end of the series, it's like god i know yeah oh god i know but i don't know maybe because the show will now be on ovation Mm -hmm. which i posted to our uh instagram uh because robert wagner posted that heart to heart is now going to be on the ovation network which is great more people please watch 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 and maybe they will find us and we will get to hang out with more people at the end and they won't sully this perfect jewel that we have created. <laughs> oh my God. I'm, I'm, I'm obviously being silly. Uh, but anyway, for those of you that are here already, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's so good to have you. Um, tell your friends if they're not like, please stop talking about this show that no one's ever heard of. <laughs> um, I say, give them one more push because they deserve it. Uh, also, if you're not watching this along with us right now, Tubi, you can stream it on Tubi, T-U-B-I, uh, for free. Ain't got to give them no credit card, blah, blah, blah. Just got to watch a couple ads, and you can watch the whole fourth season with us. The What we consider currently to be yeah. the best season of the show. Yeah. Um, and then maybe you'll be your interest will be piqued enough to go back and watch the first three or the first two. At least the gems. <laughs> the first two, yeah. Yeah, they just like go go through the podcast and like pick cherry pick our gems. Yeah, <laughs> they are so great. Uh, anyway, if you are listening to us and you haven't rated and reviewed us on Apple or iTunes podcasts or, or Stitcher or wherever you're listening, please do so. It is helpful, um, especially if you give us five stars <laughs> and say a little something. Give us a review. Mm-hmm. We love to hear from you, and we would love to have that be public and <laughs> uh, referenceable. <laughs> uh, also, wow. okay. if you if you want to talk to if you want to talk to us, you can email us at itwasmurderpod at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at itwasmurderpod. I think that's it, right? That's all the necessary. <laughs> yes. House cleaning. <laughs> I think so. I'm sorry. I don't. I never listen to this part. <laughs> I kind of zone out as well. Yeah, I, I'm so glad that I have your support and assistance. <laughs> I never know what you say during this so period. Great. Rate uh, and review us. Well, email us. 
Send us your Contact Minute Maxes. Us. If yeah. you have Minute Maxes, yeah. please send us Minute Maxes. We love those. Still love the Minute Maxes. But I also feel like I have to say that just this week, I'm just sort of getting into, I'm just falling down the heart to heart lovers Instagram hole. So if I suddenly start uh, following you and you don't know who this creepy person is, um, it's me. Let's do this together. <laughs> I love it. And I'm going to talk about some of those Instagram accounts in the future. It's Yay. Ellen. You should be more creeped out than this you are. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Joe. You 1.5 rating motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what you're doing here. A four. <laughs> this right. one? Uh, before, before the podcast implodes, uh, we're going to say goodnight. <laughs> this interview is over. Right. I'm actually I'm actually just trolling for a different heart-to-heart podcast. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm making out. that announcement. It's a coded announcement, everyone. Uh, in- yeah. Your Instagram account. People who will rate it higher than a two. Call the police. As soon as the podcast nears an end, Ellen's just looking for another yeah. one. She's going to jump on it. I hope we can at least guest on that on her new podcast. I don't get super drunk anymore. I want to believe anyone who listens to our pod can see that now. <laughs> I don't know. I'm different now. Well, we didn't get okay, to see. Bye. We didn't get to see Freeway, but I'm sure that he was uh, snuggled up against Susie on a cute little dog bed. Good night, Freeway. Oh, good night, Freeway. Good night, Freeway. This interview is over. Bye.